0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Blood Talk Radio. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He say, go into the world.
0: We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to
2: the call of God. Christ is coming back soon.
0: If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People, stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know
3: about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Are you just going to sit there and let them burn?
1: Good night, good night. This
2: is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn.
1: Good night, everyone. And this is Rory from Don't Let Them Burn. And we just want to welcome everybody tonight uh, to another interesting thought-provoking show.
2: Yes, and we just want to apologize for the lateness. Um, But we we have something great planned for you tonight. We just want to First, tell you how to reach us at our website, Burn. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and um, also Twitter. So without further ado, Rory, if you want to lead us into a word of
1: prayer. Absolutely. Shall we? Lord God, we just want to thank you and praise you for this day. Thank you and praise you for the power of your word that is able to change lives, change situations, circumstances, and change even our very destiny. Lord God, we ask you to go before us now, send your Holy Spirit before us on these airwaves as we are going to just be talking about your word and living, walking righteously in the sight of God, O oh Lord, and doing the things that you've called us to do for such a time as this. Well. Lord God, we just want to pray for those listeners near and and wide that will be tuning in tonight and those that will even want to ask questions. We just ask you that you go before us, guide us, guide even the very words that we'll say. And Lord God, we just lay our hearts before you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. All right, so last week, we started um, part two of destroying the image of God, which is sexual purity. Um, And this is part two of that discussion. So just a brief overview last time we talked about, sorry, not last night, but last week we talked about, you know, living a holy life unto God and how we could do this through, one, practicing what the Word of God says and keep reading the Word of God and not being um, moved forward into sinful activities from this world, uh, whether it be through entertainment or our peers, family, or maybe even a spirit that's hanging over you. So um, we we saw that in Corinthians that, you know, we're told to uh, abstain from fornication. We're not even to... Go that route, and our bodies are a vessel that are supposed to be consecrated unto the lord um, so with, with all of that we're gonna- we're just gonna we had more to say last week, but we just didn't have enough time, so that's why we have a part two now, and we're gonna explore a couple of different things that we didn't talk about last week. we might touch back on some of the uh, some of the topics that we did um but we're just reaching out to anyone, whether they're young or old that are having problems with being pure, um, even if you're not a virgin, it doesn't matter. You still need to be um, righteous before the Lord. Um, you know, a lot of people say, you know, we're all sinners, but, you know, we're, we're, supposed, we're counted as righteous when we when we get saved. Um, so, you know, you go into 1 John and it says you cannot sin. What that means is that you have the power over sin. God gave you power um, with the grace that he has given us to um, to be able to overcome any sexual desires, any sin that there is, he gave us power over it. We're not bonded, bonded to sin anymore. That sin nature is pushed to the back, and the Holy um, Spirit lives in us. So, Rory, if you have anything else to say about that, you can go ahead.
1: Well, Uh, It's just um, Not necessarily pushed to the back But the Lord God has Removed it And um, In the word we learn That we are saved By faith By faith we are saved And because we believe Then we can get the grace of God And You know the, The Bible also says Shall we continue in sin And we have well, we we, we we can talk about um, those that don't understand what we're talking about. We're talking about um, the world that we live in today and what Chris is trying to express is that the world that we live in today, um, we are bombarded with images in advertisement, TV, radio. Um, we just had the Super Bowl and... Um, it's it was the sexual innu- innuendos are mixed into the halftime show. It's it, it's just coming at us from every angle, and although that is happening in the world, we are supposed to live pure, walk. Across. We are to live pure to walk according to the word of God and live holy lives. Amen. And and um, what's happening? Um, is that a lot of people are exposed to it a lot of children are exposed to it young adults, adults, male everything even down to the very clothing that you go to purchase in a store It it is either shortcut it, it, it's very revealing things of that nature so we find that even for our, our teens they're Pretty much exposed from 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 day one, and this can be a, a very um, I was I was very very thin line that we need, need to walk. Amen. Yeah. So
2: if we have those thin lines, and but God calls us to walk on the narrow path. Because wide is the gate, and many go through it, the gate to hell. Um, Jesus asked, told us to walk on a narrow path, a narrow path that only a few find. Um, but the world tells us many different things through humanism and other um, world views. And some of you out there um, are called late bloomers, late bloomers. And this can be many different things, but the context that I'm talking about right now is that you haven't been exposed To a lot of uh, sexual things, um, whether it be mentally or the knowledge of some of the things or um, you haven't been physically touched in certain ways. And when you start to get around sinful men, even ones that call themselves Christians, um, you tend to think that something is wrong with you, that you are a late bloomer in those concerns because you haven't heard about this situation or that situation or this thing over here and these people are in, introducing it to you and um, you make it, it makes you feel like you're behind what the world is doing. But, you know, we're here to say that you shouldn't feel that way about yourself because, you know, God has high, has high standards for you to live up to as a Christian. And um, just because you haven't been exposed to certain um, things that deviate from His Word, um, it doesn't mean that you are less of a person, or or you're you're just some um, stupid person that that just don't know anything. You know, it doesn't mean that. It just means that you you might have a purer heart than other people. You haven't you haven't gone the way of uh, a lot of people that you see in the Bible. They ran after these things and it's the same thing that we're practicing today running after sin and the lord says that he he doesn't he hates a, a a a a a heart that runs after sin that goes into sin like it's nothing they run headlong into it not knowing what the consequences are going to be and we're going to talk about consequences tonight because there are many consequences to all, every choice that you make is a consequence, whether it be big or small. And sexual immorality holds very big consequences, whether it be physical, um, spiritual, psychological, uh, death, whatever, you know? So we're
1: just well, going to be... Before, go ahead, go ahead. before we, mm-hmm. we, we go any further, I think we should read... Uh... Passage of Scripture that um, talks about um, talks about sex. Um, I think that's one of the things we we could we could share with with the folks our some of the passages in the Bible that talks about sex, or you know, um, so they have an understanding. Um, so we have we have several things going on here. You're talking about um sex before marriage um, and 1 Corinthians 6:18 says flee fornication every sin that a man doeth is without the body but he that commits or he that commits fornication sin ag- sinneth against his own body so there's a difference there um what the bible is saying that you know there is a sin sin is sin but when a man or woman commits sexual sin, it's a sin against their own body, which is is different. So they're they're hurting their own selves. And then 1 Corinthians, First we, we, um, Corinthians, no, sorry, not 1 Corinthians, I read that already. Matthew five twenty eight But I say unto you that whosoever looketh as a woman, this is, this is another thing, um, I say unto you that whosoever looketh at a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. So God is also not only looking at the sin that is done in the body, but he's also looking at the sin that is done in the heart, in the mind. And those are those are some varying degrees of, uh, well, I shouldn't say varying degrees. Those are some different types of, of sin that are going on. But sin is it's, its evident Based off of what the, the word of God said Based off what of the word of God said Okay
3: yes.
1: Indeed So so we just learned now That the Bible is very clear On what it's saying about sin And sexual sin Is that we should stay away from it You know, the two passages we, we read We should stay away from it One, and two Is that we should... Um, is that we should, um, even in our hearts, the Lord is looking at our hearts and we sin, and that is that is also um, that is also important that we should not sin in our hearts because God is watching and He's looking to see what we're doing in our hearts. Right. Exactly, and um, you
2: know, uh, a lot of people get upset about you know when we talk to them about fornication or. They try to justify it in many different ways, uh, but do you do you uh, do you love sin? A lover of sin is a very good indication of your are you saved or not saved, you know. And you know, as long as you love sin, the devil has a legal right into your life. And we 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 visited that last year in the same uh, uh, First Corinthians. You know, and we we talked about um, um I think in second Corinthians, where the they didn't repent of their uncleanness, their fornication, and it said that basically their their soul will see heaven, but their body will get turned over to the devil. But let's go to First John four, uh, sorry, First John three, four through ten. It says here <clears throat> whosoever committed sin transgress also the law, for sin is a transgression of the law. And what, what law is it talking about? He's talking about God's law. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. Little children. Let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for his his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin. Because he is born of God, so clearly they telling you that the practitioners of sin belong to the devil. Are you in love with your sin, fornication? As this is the topic tonight, sexual purity. Uh, uh, you might, you might even be in a in, in bondage because you you, you 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 took that step to be with that woman or that man, and. You know, this is this is some serious words right here. You know, um, Jesus came to die for our sins and gave us power over it, as we said before. So we should not be in 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 the um, in the case of loving our sin at all. And if we let's go down to First um, John five, 8, 5 and 18. It says here. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but that he, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one
1: toucheth him not. Amen. No, I <laughs> well, um, I think the, the, um, what you just talked about there is that in the last in the last um, passage you just read it
3: mm-hmm. what
1: it's saying that. You know, when you're for God, you're different. You're set apart, and mm-hmm. and that's what that's what the Bible calls for us to do. Now, it's actually saying here if we it's what it, what the word is actually saying if we go back to um, to I would say it would be Psalms one. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly Nor um, standeth in the way of sinners Nor sit in the the seat of the scornful, But he delights himself in the law of the Lord And in his law uh, he meditates day and night He shall be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water That before spook in his season Whose leaves shall not wither Now what that that particular Psalms 1 is actually saying to us Is basically the same thing that you just said It says that because you delight yourself in the Lord, you are planted by the river of water, which is basically the Holy Spirit. And you don't, you cannot sin or live in sin and be a Christian. You can't. The two are separated. So, in other words, light have no no dealings with darkness, and darkness has no dealings with light. Also, in New Testament, it says... Um, Shall a man con- um, continue in sin? A man can't sin and continually keep going in sin if he's a child of God. It's it, it's impossible. It just doesn't yeah. add up. You, you know, it, it 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 just really does not add up at all. And, and that's what God's Word is saying. See, he's actually saying that we need to separate, separate ourselves from the pull of sin. And if you read in the book of Proverbs, it also says in the book of Proverbs, can a man heat hot coals in his lap and do not get burned?
3: In other words,
1: it's virtually impossible. You can't. And mm-hmm. it's saying that, you know, um, you will get burned. And we see that um, today, it's so evident that um, with the sexual revolution that happened in the, the 60s, today we have... Um, people that are just Doing their own thing Sexually Doing their own thing And mm-hmm. We can't do that That's It's, it's a thing If you're walking according to the word of God And there are a lot of people out there that will say "Well, Come on man you guys you, You're not You know you guys have your feelings and you're this and that You have urges just like Yes But the the Although you have urges the body has to be brought under subjection, and it can only be brought under subjection by the Word of God. So, you know, we are also supposed to think on the things, focus on the things that are above. That's what it, the, the Bible says. You know, the the heart of the 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 sinful man is different than the heart of the the man that is spiritual, or the man that walks with God. I won't even say spiritual, walks with God. The man who is spirit-led, his focus is different. The man who is led by the flesh, his focus is different. He wants to satisfy and fulfill the lust of the flesh. And the lust of the flesh, when fully grown, is death. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, we read uh, a couple weeks ago, we were reading in Jude, and I think um, they said this great theologian, D.L. Moody, said, it is And I'm going to see if I can get this right Chris yeah. It's better for you to Die once And live twice Right Okay But if you die twice You will only live once So this is the life that you're living And it, 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 So it's better to it's It's better to Follow the Lord and I hope I didn't confuse everybody. <laughs> no, 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 but, that's good, that's good. But but, but 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 what he's saying is that, listen, there are two deaths. There's a first mm-hmm. death, and there's a second death, which is the eternal death, eternal damnation. And if you die once, dying to Christ, giving everything to Christ, you live now, and you live in eternity Again. with the mm-hmm. Lord. So I think it's a great was- analogy from the book of Jude.
2: Well yeah, what what is the, one of the biggest sayings right now? YOLO, you only live once. That's straight from the pit of hell. You only live once? No, with Jesus Christ you will live twice. As you as that's what the Bible is proclaiming. He is the way the truth and the life. He, you can only go to the Father through Jesus. And but the world is telling you do everything you you, you got to do now because you're only going to live once and then you die young. That's what the world is telling you. But just to get back on on um what we were saying earlier, I want to go to Hebrews. Hebrews. Hebrews ten, um twenty six to twenty seven. It says for if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain, uh, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. Sin is, is is very serious, people, you know, and we we shouldn't be out here trying to sin willfully, it's willfully going after um, the sins that the devil has put in front of us. Jesus said that the devil was a murderer from the beginning. There's no good in him, and everything that the devil puts in front of us is to murder us, whether it's slow or fast. That's his purpose, to take us to hell and keep us separated from God. This is just, um, you know, because many Christians don't have a problem sinning because they think Jesus is real, you know? They, they they proclaim his name, but live as the devil. It, you know, the number one rule of Satanism, and we say this all the time on the show, is do what thou wilt. Do what you want. There, You know, there's a saying out there, no regrets, no regrets. And that's basically to say that I'm going to do what I do in this life with no regrets at all. But many of those people... Are found in situations that they do regret, and 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 including sexual sin, um, many diseases out there, people. Many diseases, um, and and now we have an epidemic on our hands. Um, and I know that's a strong word, but it says that one in four new HIV infections is in among Youth is youth that are 13 to 24, and most of them they don't, they don't know because they're not getting treated, and they don't know that they have it between the ages of 13 and 24. 13. So this sexual agenda is being pushed on us from left to right, um, from government to uh, ed- uh, education, entertainment. It's coming from from a, to us from every side, and our kids are falling victim to this. And us in our per- personal lives, we've been so uh, brainwashed by uh, t- TV and entertainment that we go into. We, we covered this last week: the fantasy mind of what a relationship is really like. Um, and this has been put forth in front of you in all sorts of different ways. And we get into these patterns of life that are against God's law. He wants us to be pure. He said the first marriage with the first man and woman. And from there that law was put in effect. Go ahead, Hello. No, I'm
3: just
1: um, yeah. I'm I'm listening to what you're saying. Mm. And um there's so many things that come to mind. Men are going ahead and doing things that that um, the Lord, are going against the things that the Lord had couldn't please. Marriage is one, and how government is coming to change that, and it's the law of the land. We yes. read in, um, we read in, um, it's in Psalms 2, where it says the kings of the earth have gathered together. We've read that in the past. And they're saying, they've come together and said, let us cast the bands asunder. Let's take the bands off that God has given us. And this is the same thing that the enemy is saying. It's no different. The enemy is saying, or the, like the, the word of God says, a fool who says in his heart, there is no God. There is no consequence hey, let's do what we got to do now, whatever we have to do. But everything we do in this life life has a consequence. Every single Mm -hmm. thing that we do. And God's word has been laid out for us. He has laid it out that we should live accordingly to the word of God. It's like, and I've given given the analogy before, where we go into a dealership and we go and buy a car. We buy a a $200,000 car, let's say for instance. We buy a Ferrari. Would we take the Ferrari to the Toyota dealership to get it fixed? No, it can't work. Because they weren't the ones who made the car. They don't have the, the schematic, the diagram. They don't know the ins and outs of that car. Just the same way God is the one who made us. We were made in his image. In his image, he made them male and female. So God himself made man and woman. And he did what he did. He ordained it. He set it in place to where he says, for this reason, a man should marry, a man should leave his father and mother and uh, marry a woman and the two shall become one and they shall be one flesh. Now, the one flesh sexually, when they're married, they become one. And that unity is powerful. There is no other unity in the Bible between male and female. You can never, ever find that, and um, ever find that anywhere else, the bond between a male and a female. Here is, let me give you another analogy while we're talking. If we were to build a house, and we were going to even run piping, plumbing, anything, any single thing that we're doing, if you're running, if you're going to put two pipes together, you need a male end and you need a female end. There is no way for you to have two male ends or two female ends. It will not work. So this is, this is, God has had his hand throughout every single thing that we have done. There's no way to get around it There's no way. It can't. Life itself cannot exist without the male and the female coming together.
3: Right. There's no other way around it. We can't exactly. get around it.
1: Now what man has done, he's saying, Hey, follow, no, we don't want to do that. We are going to go this way. Um, let us cast our bands asunder. Psalms two, let us cast our bands asunder let us cast what God has put in place, we're going to throw it off. We're not going to go back to the dealership that we bought the car at. We're going to try to get it fixed at the Toyota shop so that they can repair it because it's cheaper. It can't work. If we're, not, if we're going to purchase something and don't use the manual, we will never learn it might work to a point, and some people, through perversion, they're thinking it's working. However, the God who wrote the manual says, the end of that is destruction. It's an abomination. Well, so,
2: yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Galatians 8 says, uh, sorry, Galatians 6, 8 says, For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. For he that soweth to the spirit uh, shall of the spirit reap life everlasting and that 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 goes in a lot of directions, with tonight we're talking about sexual purity read corruption. it says um you know this is uh, as of two thousand ten and i don't know if the statistics are probably um much different now, but let's just go with this one um uh hispanic uh latinos twenty one percent uh the the h i v rate is them african americans forty four percent forty four White's 31%, um, and you have American Indian and other races. But, you know, it, and, and it also says that, you know, um, gay and bisexual men are the most severely affected by HIV. And, you know, HIV is just one disease, one out of thousands, thousands out there. You know, VD, uh, um, uh, syphilis, and all these, uh, so many of them. And, that the Bible is never wrong. From the flesh, you should reap corruption. Corruption, and it says that the wages of sin is death. But how does one that is saved or is supposed to be saved go into these um, lifestyles without blinking an eye? It's just, it's just, you know, it's just something that a uh, true, born again believer would have problems with because hey, Bible also says that those who love the Lord hate evil or sin. Those are they love might be the tricked Lord, by the by the devil.
1: They right. By and, the devil.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we have um uh many, many um believers that, you know, are sitting in front of the T V and programmed uh day in and day out, um and they get so sort desensitized of to the spirit you know, the, the, the call of the Holy Spirit on their life. And get more sensitive to sin that is getting poured in, whether it's language or sexual innuendos or whatever. Um, get sensitive to the to the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and get away from um, these things that are perverting your lifestyle, your life. You, 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 you're, you're playing with fire. Playing with fire, because, you know, let's just say you make it to heaven, good for you, but this life that you live could become a miserable, <laughs> a miserable thing because of the things that you're doing, and we illustrated some of those points last week. But to, but to, to just to go back to the to the to the kids, the young ones, the thirteen, the teens, uh, the, even nine-year-olds are getting pregnant in some cases, you know. These things are not happening just by accident. It's like it's not like one person. It's happening all over the place. And the the person that um wrote the sexual education courses for our our um country was into using pedophiles to experiment on little kids. Okay? And he was also a follower of Alistair Crowder. His name is uh, Kinsey. Kinsey. You could, uh, I think there's a, a documentary called the Kinsey Report or something like that. you remember the name of that, Rory? If you remember
1: No, I don't I don't remember the name at all.
2: But I yeah, think but it has
1: to do with – I think it's the Kinsey Report. I'm yeah,
3: not 100% report. sure. Yeah, but that's it's, what it's called. It's there. That's what
1: it's called. That's it's what there. It's and, called. and these people had have had influences from – from um Alistair Crowley people of that right. even even um um most people don't know how far reaching it is um the beatles were were uh, influenced by him Michael Jackson had his picture on his album, so it's not we're not looking at it just from one area of society. It's it comes all the way across. Even to today. We look at Jay Z, he's wearing um a quote from out of his book on his shirt, Do what thou Will. So right. um, this is this is going on even today. And I'm quite sure there are parents, um kids out there that are saying, Hey, I'm I'm gonna get this shirt or I'm gonna do that and they don't even know the meaning behind it. They don't even understand the implications. Of what's right. going on? Right, um, and I mean,
2: with today's entertainment and the way things are going, many people are getting dragged into many directions, and most of that, in fact, all of those directions <laughs> that are that are evil are leading to some type of sexual sin. Um, you have Beyonce taking on the, the uh, in her video uh, uh, the, the 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 goddess worship of the, the uh, Hindu goddess and the festival of colors. Uh, which sounds so innocent, but it's, it's Hindu worship, and she's leading young people or fans into um, yoga, Hinduism, and it, all of those things include sexual uh <laughs> Liberties, you know, like they they want you to. Satan wants you to be do whatever it. I'll, you I'll call want. What it is. Is. To, sexual to, yeah, to satisfy yourself. You know, you, you'll hear some women say, oh, you know, I, I know I can't be with you, but you have needs.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, really? You know, so you'll let me go out and sleep with other women until you're ready to have a relationship. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Whatsoever. So there's all type of things coming at you people. And... um. You know, we're, we're going to be ramping up the show a little. We're going to be getting into the spiritual. Realm. We're going to talk about things that you probably think wasn't going on, um, but they are. And but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to climb the ladder here, so to speak. And you know, we 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 talked about the late bloomers or or in, in the aspects of. You know, you weren't exposed to a lot of sexual activity. We talked about kids having sex, sexual diseases, and, you know, those are subjects we could spend hours on. So We're trying to give you some bullet points for you to understand that this is serious, And, and we start off with the Word of God, and you hear clearly that the Word of God is saying stay away from fornication. Flee it, you know? Flee it. Don't go there at all. You know, it's all. It's running rampant through the church right now, and, and you name it. And when We're when we talking we talk about apostate churches, of course. But then again, you know, there's some real churches that have problems going on, but first it's a secret, then it comes out, you know. But the apostate churches, this stuff is going on all over the place. And you have to be able to guard your heart at all means. Your heart, your mind, you have to guard it. You have to guard it again because the spiritual deception is high in in these last years. We have so many fatherless homes. And we know that the single women that are out there determined to raise their their kids are doing a good job. Um, But fathers, you need to be in the home. Um, You need to reconcile. You need to do this. You need to do what God, you know, you you made a a mistake, not a mistake uh, as far as your child, but you sinned. Um, against God, and um, you need to be able to fix that situation or help, have God help you fix that situation so that you can be a father to that child because that's an integral role in the home. A lot of these rappers, I wish I had some clips to play from these rappers tonight, um, but uh just didn't we got to it. But, you know, a lot of these rappers, including Jay-Z, are saying they would have been a different person if their father was in the home. A lot of these rappers are fatherless. And they're reaching out to um, the public to give them some type of um, pat on the shoulder to say you're you're cool, you are right, you're okay with us. You know they're looking for that um, because they never had that at home, whether it's from the mother or the father. But the father has a very important role in the in the in the, in the lives of the the, the the young boys and the young girls, especially the young girls, because. Uh, the young girls look up to their father to see what type of man they will find in the future, and hopefully you know you're you're growing up under a godly father that makes it even better. but the fatherlessness in the homes is a very serious situation, and since our um uh black families uh white families you know it 's all over the place now, so you can 't even single out a minority majority, whatever you want to call it it 's all over the place fatherlessness is high, and um we have to take responsibilities as fathers to protect our children um not only physically but spiritually um with the hand of god over our lives it's very important and um as you know growing up you looked up to men that seemed to be good you know um whether they were christian or not maybe they had some type of uh you know um good thing about them you know but ultimately there are a lot of bad male figures out there. And like I exposed on the show last week, somebody showed me a uh, Playboy magazine when I was maybe about eight, nine years old. Why are they showing me that? Because they think that that's what it means to be a man. And so we have these things going on in individual lives. We have spirit, spirits, we have sin, and we have people controlled by spirits. If you, Believe it or not, this is the truth. And they open themselves up. Maybe you've opened yourself up to some type of um uh spiritual deception. You've you've linked yourself to something that is in control of you. And we'll get to that a little bit later. But go back to the fatherlessness. It's it's something that has to be addressed continually. Because um young men are getting into these relationships um with the same uh so it could be that fantasy thing in their mind, or they have that one goal, and next minute their life life is turned upside down, either by a crazy woman or something they didn't they, they 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 don't want the responsibility that came with the actions that they were doing. And so if they would have, one, belonged to God, um, it would have been more likely that they wouldn't go towards that. But if you're not growing spiritually, you're still prone to make those mistakes. You, you're still prone to go into the avenue, the ways of sin, because you refuse to read your Bible, but you'll watch uh, television all week or play a video games for 18 hours. And so God takes the back seat while his flesh takes the front if seat, if all of that make sense. <laughs> Go ahead, Drew. <Jerry>. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: no, um, you said a lot there um, a while ago, Chris. You talked about um, the role of a father in the home and how important the role is of a father. And sometimes we might want to even take it for... Maybe a joke, or you can try to laugh it off and say, "No, oh, man, we're good," or whatever it is. However, when we look at um, we look at even you remember that show in the early '80s, The Cosby Show, and we look mm-hmm. at um, the star of that show and some of the issues that he's going through now. We are we are seeing that the same sexual purity is wreaking havoc. In people's lives today, just from um, just from, and that's just one particular person that I'm bringing up. But um, it's out there. It it is. It is for real. And we have to adhere to what the Word of God says if we are followers of Christ. You know, Mm -hmm. it's 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 imperative. It's imperative. We can't. We can't deny that It's it's the truth If we don't adhere to what he's saying We're going to have some major issues Very major issues
3: Yeah And you see it Uh,
1: This man is almost He's almost what Almost 80 years old And he's having to deal with To deal with that issue Right now in his life That must be difficult You know So what we're saying is true. Yeah, based on what the Word of God is saying.
2: I mean, and I don't even know the whole of Bill Cosby's situation, but let's just say, um, let's just say half of that is true. What what is being done in darkness will come to light. That's what Jesus Christ promised. You know, what is being done in darkness will come to light. Um, So, you know, you're you're out there and you're. You're, you're going to church every Sunday, or maybe once a once a month, or whatever, and you're claiming to be a believer. But you need to be in line with the Word of God, because how do you expect God to work in your life when you're continually disobeying Him? You go back to the Old Testament and see what happens to people. What what what, what happened to the nations, uh, the, the nation of uh, Israel, when they turned away from God? Incredible things happened to them that they didn't think would happen. Because they know that God loves them, but they they went and worshipped idols. They went into fornication. They went into all these strange things that um, they were taken from uh, the other lands that were around them that God said not to take. And then you look at you look at the, some of the kings that came up um, after David and, and and Solomon. And again, the, the role of the father. One king. He, he did more sins than any of the nations before that that sin that was that 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 God drove out from them. He did more sins, and guess what? His son followed right after him, right after him. So that was a bad father, and God is a heavenly father, and He is the ultimate example of what a father is. You know, love. God is love, and and the many attributes of love can be found in the Bible. Um, but we're, we're going to touch on that a little bit later. But we just want to talk about that for a second because many men out there are hurting because they didn't have a father or were taken away from their father or their father just left or whatever the case. And I know there's, there's people out there that their father died early um, early in their life. We're not talking about that situation. We're talking about irresponsible fathers um Fathers that don't want to be a part of their ch- child's life, and the the um, the effects that is happen that is having on our neighborhoods, on our culture, on our communities. These same fathers' kids are growing up. Some of them are becoming um, good community, good people in our community, but others are are becoming societies. Um, Dangers, and I don't—I don't mean just because maybe someone's going out of murder. I'm talking about their your entertainments. They entertain you with sin continuously, and you put it on your head, and you listen to it. And the women love getting degraded because they continually listen to themselves being called a b-word or this or that, and how you're sexually thrown all over the record, uh, the song, um, when these guys start to to put out their lyrics. And you're you just put up there in these songs as, as as meat. That's it. You don't hear much about well, true love and and um and what it means to be a man. You hear what the street wants you to hear. And 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 I've heard testimonies from women that because they didn't have their father, they went out there in the streets to see if they could find real love, and they gravitated toward the thug. Or the person that, that has a street mentality whatever. Go
1: ahead, with Well, that's saying that The importance of a father in the home um, One of the things I also want to say, um, Chris Is that um, You touched on earlier about STDs and The different uh, Different, I guess, races um, Whites, Hispanics, Blacks Asian and so on and so forth, and I will say in the i'll dare to say that in the black community um the images that go forth um, the images that go forth are are um degrading women talking to women um like they're a piece of trash or meat, and also um, just treating them like a doormat. So then you will have these issues. It's not surprising that you have these high numbers because the man in the black community is looked upon as a a great guy or uh, whatever you want to call him, a pimp. Mm-hmm. Because he has one, two, three girls. Um, yeah. So you see these guys do the same thing in their videos. They need to have a woman that looks good beside them, so on and so forth. And that's why we have these these things. That's like pimp, the pimp mentality
2: that's being thrown all over the place now, and um, both male and female are going towards this pimp mentality. Uh, and because of feminism and other things that, that have swept into the black community, um, you see the women trying to pick men or women, too, and a lot of them turn into lesbianism and all sorts of things. Uh, but, you know, in the, in the interest of time, as we go on, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're just going to say- try our best to Clarify certain things because listen, this whole sexual purity aspect is very large, people, and it it goes from north, south, east to west. Okay, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about some sexual bondage issues. You know, what what is lust? What is lust? Many people think that lust is just the thing that you go after. You know, well, I want this car. And that's my lust for it, or I want this woman, and that's my lust for it. But it's not just that; it's not just so soft as I would sound. It's a very strong sexual desire. If you if you're looking at a woman and you lust after her, it's something that's almost uncontrollable in some in some cases. You know, it's a strong longing, it's a, a sexual longing, you a, a desire, a passion to do these things, and you know, Christ had a passion to save our souls. His passion was to bring us back into a relationship with him and um, save us from the pit of hell and the consequences of sin, death. You know, that was his passion. And well, been um, um Go ahead.
1: Well, the, the, the meaning of um, lust is to have a very strong sexual desire for someone. Um, so, so you know, yeah, desire, they use words like adore, desire, passion, but lust would be more of this crave, covet, or to burn, that's the meaning of it, a little bit stronger,
3: and yeah,
1: like very you said, new, very, very much, powerful yeah.
2: desire. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to separate passion from what Christ did, you know. Christ had a passion to come and save our souls. And, but sexual passion is not something that's 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 that great in the scope of unmarried people. We can have a passion for our wives. You know, wives can have passion for their husbands. And that's all good. You know, but we're talking about unmarried people that are fornicating and going through relationship after, relationship after relationship after relationship after relationship. You know, you start stacking up football numbers if you keep going like that. You know? I remember these, these shows that were on TV where, um, well, I slept with a 100 men and I didn't know You know, and, oh, I slept with 3,000 women. What? I mean, <laughs> you know, I can't even think about sitting with 3,000 women. I mean, it's just crazy. But the people... There are people out there doing this thing, and and um, some of them are even spreading HIV in wait. Well, actually, not HIV, but AIDS, purposely, purposely. There's it, a lot of stories out there like that. Um, so that's why you know God has said us to, to live holy, but we 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 we're, we're not even we haven't even touched on a lot of the spiritual connection yet, as far as these um, spirits, these demons that have been around for ages that we think that, you know, art don't exist or um, they won't get bonded to us. And, you know, there was a spirit in the Bible, um, but actually it was a woman, and, but also, there's also a spirit called Jezebel. And um, she was, and she ended up, and God said it would happen to her, and she was eaten up by dogs. That was her end. And the same spirit of Jezebel is going through the church, and it's in the book of Revelation, and I'll play a clip in a second about this. But women and men need to be aware of the spirit of Jezebel. And there are many other spirits out there. You have the incubus and the succubus and and, and all types of names out there, Um, the night wife and the night husband and you, you sit there and you watch your pornography. You know, masturbation opens up
1: spiritual portals. Yeah, man. You're it, moving like it's... you're moving fast. <laughs> you're moving fast. So so this this let's wait a minute. Oh uh, we're talking about um, first I, I, so of Um we're gonna go back with, to that.
2: I've heard people behind the pulpit say, "Masturbation is okay." That that really throws me, <laughs> because we hear people coming out of this, out of this sexual uh, bondage, and and they're giving their testimony that masturbation is of the devil. It's it's you're you're gratifying your flesh. It's all you're doing. You're gratifying the flesh. Your, whatever desires you want, since you can't go get a woman or whatever it is that you could do in that case, you decide to do it to yourself. And it's a bondage that can only be broken by the Lord. And here it goes back to lust. It goes back to the occult. If you if you knew your history uh, and some of the occult history behind masturbation, it's even it's, it's part of, it's partially in the bible too um but you will see that there is a strong spirit behind it, and all these porn movies and and things like that and and the the, the hip hop magazines and some of the other magazines too that are just showing you um women half naked or totally naked or whatever um they're they're being thrusted upon the youth. And the youth have no idea what's coming towards them, but next minute they're in bondage because they decide to try a thing. They have to try a thing, you know? They, they 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 want to they want to try something that they never never tried before, and it takes years for them to get broken uh, from it because they need to, they need the Lord to break it. And some men have even said that they um, has done they have done it so much that they they can't a woman can't please them anymore. So that shows you how deep it goes when it comes to um, gratifying yourself in sin. But um, go ahead, Roy. You had to, something to say. I mean, if you want to touch on that topic, and um, we could move on to, to
1: Jezebel. No, I, I was just wanting to go through the def- definition because you were just going through and, and Jezebel, you got to You
3: <laughs> night wife,
1: night husband, night wife So you went through a lot of different things And I'm quite sure people must be asking So you want to go ahead and explain <laughs> The
2: night wife, night husband It comes um, down through folklore And actual people testimony about uh, The spiritual demon That will attach itself to you Because you open up Avenue for it to come in, and some people take the liberty to um, enjoy themselves with these sexual um, spirits, and it could manifest itself in the form of a woman or a man, and they take hold of you and don't want to let you go. So, some sometimes uh, you hear I've heard testimonies about people um, ready to come to the Lord or reject the spirit after doing, uh, you know, something stupid, and the spirit would get violent with them. It it gets a hold of them and not want to leave them, because now it's going to try to hang around you to fulfill its desire, uh, meaning what's your desire, and also corrupting your life. So say, for instance, if you um, want to go and uh, have a, a regular relationship with somebody, Um, Now that spirit is is a jealous spirit now, and that spirit will now destroy your relationship. And you might not even know that it's the spirit doing it. But, you you know, there's many people that have gone from relationship to relationship not knowing why they can't hold on to somebody. And sometimes it's them, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's the spirit causing all types of destruction in your life, and you will never know. Um, And some people have found out the hard way. So that's just to explain some of the night husband, night wife thing, the the, um, incubus, succubus type spirits that literally um, come and have sex with people. And and movie stars, just in case you're skeptical or saying it's far-fetched, some movie stars have come out and said that they um, have had sex with um, spirits and it was the most fulfilling thing. Um, I can't remember the name of the the, the the lady right now but she's the one of the stars of the uh, TV show um oh my gosh um uh Sherlock Sherlock Holmes Sherlock Holmes uh the TV show uh what's her name again it's uh I can't remember the name of the person but anyway she she I she's don't one know people I don't want they they, they they do have um uh, um Katy Perry that sings about having sex with demons, the um, Lady Gaga, and you know, and there are other people that do it. They they say that this is, this is fulfilling, and they sing about them in their songs, and uh, you know, um, the, even um, what's her name, uh, the the, uh, the rapper, the female rapper, we talked about it on our show before. This I just want to talk about that tonight. Many uh, Nicki Minaj talks about stuff like that in her in her in her songs too. So, this is not something that people are just saying for fun. And if we go back to Genesis 6, you know, we talk about this all the time sons of God, daughters of men. So,
1: oh, hold on a second. It, it, a, yeah, go um, ahead. Hold on a, a second. I, I, think you, I think you're moving fast. All right. The things that you talked about were um, um, night husband, night things. And that's, of course, yes, we know that's a spirit. You explained that. He also ex- explained that um he also explained that um the different incubus succubus. Uh, I think you should go into the, a little bit more male, female and the the similarities between the two and then we'll touch on Jezebel.
2: Okay, well part part of the, the if I'm gonna play is gonna explain some of that particular acts. But um the 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 spirits that do these type of things, again, they have come in to control your life and your flesh, because you open up your spirit to whatever this 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 abomination is, and it, it becomes an anchor hole on you, and it, and it also goes into homosexuality, and there are other there are other types of spirits that are, one is called um, Mamiwata. And Mamiwata has a, a specific color that it, it goes by. It's, it's, it's a, um, a mermaid spirit. So you hear of the mermaid, you hear of the the siren, the one that calls the sailors um, into um, the water, and she's beautiful and all these other things. Um, that that that's not just um, imagination. That so those things actually happen in
1: certain parts of different countries. And well. The, well, Chris, you know, mm-hmm. you went into, you have gone somewhere else. But yeah, it's you good. asked me to explain. <laughs> you, you, it's good, but here's the yeah. other thing. You we know. talk about the siren, the mermaid spirit um, mm-hmm. that lures men. We talk about incubus, succubus, night, um, mm-hmm. night wife, night husband. Pretty much the same spirit, um, similar spirit, we we're all around sex and also sexual, um, sexual strongholds, mm. um, and, and the night, the spirit wife and the spirit husband comes out, we hear about it out of Africa and also from South and Central America, um, mm-hmm. those two things. Um, but one of the things that, um, people don't think of, they don't think it's real. And they think it's, um, they think, like, probably what we're saying is just fake or false. Let me show you how real it is because I'm going to give you some tangible evidence about what he's talking about and what Chris is talking about. And the tangible evidence is this. Um, A place where men go and just relax, drink a cup of coffee. And um, actually the company pretty much sells coffee teens mm-hmm. of that nature and their their logo is actually a siren and people flock to that place like you would believe and they don't even understand why.
2: Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. They they use the the logo um is the if you Such if you really go online warmly. and you and and you and you do the research you'll see that their old logo is more it's more um obvious than the new logo Provocative. and it's and it's and it's um a naked siren or the the god of dagon the god dagon um fish which god. is the fish god
1: half right. man half fish and so and, and, well okay so yeah so this has been going on for for a long time and most people like i said they don't even understand that that it's there but that's a that's tangible evidence a company that their bottom line is probably four or five different cups of coffee, and they don't, it's very expensive, it's more expensive than other places, but they have made their money from, that's their logo, and you'll go there, and you'll find a lot of men actually going there.
0: Yeah.
2: And they don't care if um okay. Christians don't 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 um buy their drinks anymore because they say if you're if you're not for homosexual marriage then Starbucks doesn't want your money. So <laughs> you know, so it's interesting because here I'm gonna connect something and you know, I didn't you know, this isn't even about Starbucks, this is just about this goddess worship, this thing that people don't understand that they're into. You know, and it says here that the rise of homosexuality, promiscuity, gang violence, fatherlessness, lesbianism, and single motherhood with the African-American community directly attributed to goddess worship. I mean, you have a lot of females out there calling themselves diva. A diva is a female goddess. If you didn't know that and you're listening, a diva is a female goddess, so it's pagan, and God doesn't want us to have any part of that. But it goes on and says... When you watch porn, you're unwittingly engaging in goddess worship. You're subjecting yourself to the worship of circus, Uh, Mamewata, Yamanja. Um, It says there are different names for the same spiritual entity that has the power to bewitch unsuspecting men and women, placing them under the spell of a woman's sensuality. This is why in all porn movies... Um, except for male, male gay porn, the woman is always the starring attraction. Everything centers around her. This is because Mami operates through goddess sensuality. The porn industry itself is highly occult in nature, and its purpose is to make money off people while opening them up for demonic visitation and infiltration through sex. Here's something else to consider Notice how whenever people, particularly women, get near a beach or some other body of water, they tend to want to get almost naked. Why the desire to show one's body so openly to others, specifically around water? My contention is that the spirit of Yamanja is behind it. This demon is also behind the whole strong independent single mother phenomenon among many black women in the United States today. Most single black mothers and their children are under the power control of the marine spirit. And, you know, again, you might think it's so far-fetched. But, you know, it goes on here and, and it says again that this, to secure her worship for, for them, the spirit leads the children to becoming emotionally driven or effeminate males, um, if they're sons, and sexually promiscuous and um, domineering females, if they're daughters. Mamawata has specific colors that are worn by her more open followers. Those colors are aquamarine blue and sea green. Have you noticed the proliferation of women and effeminate guys dying their hair, those exact same colors lately? And the article goes on and on. But um, this um, spirit, and it also, uh, and interestingly enough, it um, has a, a woman – in the same we holding a Starbucks um, a Starbucks cup, <laughs> and I know they put that in there on, on purpose. So it says, um, she shells or are our, our jewelry and hair adornments uh, are, are another tell telltale sign of this spirit's direct influence within society today. This is because Mamawata or Yamanja is known as a water spirit, meaning it is believed to dwell in or has its base. Of operation within bodies of water and we talked about this before we even didn't, we didn't even mention mentioning sexual uh, immorality um, we talked about the different portals the different doors we have the door the, the water the um, mirrors the crystal balls a reflective surface um, which um, different portal scarring. Different ways. yeah different ways to enter into the spirit realm um, and you know, on our side, on the, on the Christian side, it's um, the, the the way the gate is is Jesus Christ, um, who comes and lives inside us through what is represented as water, the Holy Spirit. He's represented as water or wind, the Holy Spirit. So on the demonic side, they use these um, the water and the glass and all these things to um, open up these. These different ways for you. That's why the TV is made a certain way, and we we don't have to we don't have to get into that now. But um, don't think that this is so farfetched, and you could do your own research anyway to see that what we're talking about is not something you know we just we just conjured up in our mind or something like that.
1: And so well, I, that, I'll even go as far I'll, I'll go as far as saying you know hey, um, be careful when you even doing research because you could oh yeah you got to
2: be careful that. too yeah you got to make um, sure but some, yes, a good source. these things
1: these things are quite uh, very evident these things are out there and <clears throat> today we use them in um we use them in our logos we use them as a way of attracting people and i say we society today uses those things to lure people in it's like and i'll give you another one um um there's a company out there a computer company that uses um, uses the bite Of a certain fruit To say that This is The hidden knowledge And I'm just giving you I'm just showing you that There's a lot more Happening subconsciously Than you actually know And it's only when you Open your your eyes Or you ask the Lord to open your eyes um, Then you will see then you will see what we're talking about. But yes, we have companies um I'm told you about the coffee company that uses um that that particular logo and it's it's working for them and they're luring people to drink their yeah. their drink um and yeah. to have their to have free internet and do do what they want to do. But um one of the other things we also talked about was Jezebel. Who is Jezebel? She was the the wife of Ahab in the Bible, and Jezebel was the one who was actually in control. You see, Jezebel was we could actually say the liberated woman. We could actually say she was the feminist in the Bible. The feminist she took over from her husband. Ahab wanted to buy Naboth, Naboth's vineyard, and um, he came crying one day. And his wife said, "What are you doing?" She said, "Don't don't cry, I got you." And she went, and through her conniving ways, she was able to um get that vineyard for her husband um and she was also a worshiper of Baal there's these another one of these false gods that they had in 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 the Bible, and she was a worshiper of Baal outright straight up she knew that there was a way to that she needed to follow, but she didn't want to do that. She followed Baal, but what happened and and um um, why we brought up Jezebel Because Chris brought it up. Um, she was a usurper of of uh the authority. So the king. He was a king but he really didn't have the, the, the power. It was actually Jezebel that was the one that was wielding the power behind him. And she paid a price. She paid a price in the end. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay and we're gonna we're gonna play that. We're gonna we're gonna play something about the, that whole Jezebel thing um, But remember um, uh, We'll we're, we're also talk about Sexual covenants Sexual covenants And right after I read this small paragraph We're going to go right into Jezebel And said, how how do you enter Into a sexual covenant Especially with a demonic creature You know um, it, it, it mainly happens through Sex, particularly through engaging In fornication, of adultery, masturbation Watching porn, uh, visiting strip clubs watching strippers and homosexual acts sex is an initiation ritual that brings one into covenant agreement with any type of evil spirit that is sexual so as we fin- I finish reading that i just wanted to put things in a sort of context so here we go
0: .com. jezebel the church monster Jezebel spirit. I'm going to explain it today from a biblical perspective and from a psychological perspective. If you've got a Jezebel in your church or in your living, you're living with one in your family, well, are you in some deep trouble? This powerful demon is a monster. Have you ever known anybody that had a Jezebel spirit? This powerful spirit is extremely dangerous. If this evil spirit enters your church, you're going to be in extremely dire straits shortly. The spirit is a male, and it looks for, most of the time, female humans. And this spirit, this Jezebel spirit, usually always looks for an intelligent woman. And they look for women who had poor father figures, and women who have been traumatized in childhood. The reason they're looking for women who've been traumatized in childhood is because They have to be let in to the person by another spirit, and it is the spirit of rejection. The rejection spirit is the most prevalent demon I see in my counseling practice, and it comes from um, abuse in childhood. Abuse, childhood pain, major disappointments, abandonment, divorce, things like that. Trauma in a child opens the door to the rejection demon. This Jezebel spirit is a man-hater and a man-controller. This spirit wants to be in control. And they're, generally speaking, psychologically attracted to men in authority. They're not looking for the janitor or the custodian at the church. They're looking for the male at the church who, is, who has authority and who is in control, partial control or complete control, the pastor, the associate pastor, board members, things like that. They like men in authority. And they have a tremendous ability to... Uh, Appear holy and repentant and humble in public, but behind the scenes, they are the opposite. They live unholy lives. They will not repent because they've got this rebellion sensation through their in their spirit, and they are not humble. They're controllers, manipulators. And how they manipulate is very interesting. They use their usually use their sensuality to control men. They also use public humiliation, and sex. They love to control men through threatened public humiliation and through their sensuality and their sexuality. But in their private lives, publicly they appear holy. Privately, they are not.
2: All right, so that's the first clip there. And there are many descriptions about the Spirit and what it intends to do, especially in the home and in the church. And, as Rory described Jezebel out of the bible <clears throat> uh, the one that the, the woman that was living that's exactly what she did that's exactly what she did and as if you don't know who baal is um in some countries beelzebub so baal is for short um it's 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 a a, 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 a pig yeah beelzebub um it's a a spirit that um many of the, the lands um uh, that was surrounding Israel were worshiping and a lot of them that were turning against God would go either to Ashtaroth or Baal, the most too prevalent and some other gods too. So this is not something that um is to take lightly um about the spirit and you you you, you see all these prophetesses rising um in, in your in your churches and um bringing in voodoo and witchcraft and some some of you have no idea what they're bringing in um that's the spirit of jezebel um and,
1: and not only that and not only that but um mm-hmm. also we see that um there's a rise in a mixture it's a mixture of a lot of different things, so the first mm-hmm. will appear you know um, um nice and whatever however um they they seek after the. Of authority So they right. like to be second or third in line To mm-hmm. the authority figure Just right. like Ahab was Jezebel was right there And she right. was very manipulative In in trying to get things To happen But the hand of God was against her And the hand of God will always be against Be against her And what happened was that The prophet came to her And she, he, she had a, a at that point in time on on Mount Carmel, four hundred and fifty prophets of Baal. Four hundred and fifty prophets. And they had by this time they have manipulated the entire country to worship Baal. And it was um God that saved that country. And she, and, and she, she also she died. She was killed.
2: She she also slew prophets First Kings, First Kings, yep. uh, eighteen. It, I'm gonna just give you two parts here. It says, um, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them, fifty in a cave and, and fed them with bread and water. And then, um, eighteen thirteen says, when it was, when was it not told my lord, uh, that I did, um, what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord. How I hid a hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifteen K. Okay. So it it's clear that this is a murdering spirit. Um, it murders in different ways, of course, but it, it you know, and it's mentioned not just in the Old Testament but in the New Testament too. But you'll hear from the the second clip. Do you have anything else to say about the first clip, uh, No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right
1: All right. Ahead. There
2: we go.
0: The Jezebel spirit is basically a witchcraft demon they're very religious they're very spiritual and they're very much in rebellion they want to control others they want to be an authority and they use deceit and chronic manipulation to do that and in the book of revelation something very interesting was illustrated to us jesus ran into this powerful demon a woman named jezebel in the new testament church it's in revelation chapter two do you remember that Jesus said, I have a few things against you because you allow that woman Jezebel, which calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants, teaching them and seducing them. Now you see it's a female who's in authority, who likes control, and who is a seducer, a manipulator. That's the Greek word planeo, and it means it's a Greek verb. It means to deceive someone. And it says, Jesus says, she teaches and seduces them to commit fornication. That's the Greek word pornuō. it was a Greek verb. And it means to engage in some type of sexual immorality. And in this particular context, it was related to religion and idolatry. And Jesus said, this woman who is teaching, who's in control, who's seducing people, and uh, teaching them to commit fornication, and teaching them to commit religious idolatry, Jesus said, I gave her space to repent. He gave her a chance to repent. What a great illustration of the Son of God. Even this type of a person, infected with this type of a superpower demon, he still prefers mercy and still prefers grace to help in time of need. What an incredible Savior and what an amazing Lord you are serving today. If you get involved with someone who has a Jezebel spirit, uh, you are going to, at some point in time, have thoughts of, my God, I've got to get out of here. And some people will actually pack up and run from women who have these powerful demons. These Jezebel demons always have relationship problems. They always have deep-seated, self, uh, self-centered insecurity, poor self-concepts. And these spirits are extremely difficult to get out, uh, will not change and will not repent, and will not place themselves emotionally in a position to get healed they have to be crushed and so when you turn somebody over to the Lord who has a Jezebel spirit they won't repent and cannot be delivered from this powerful demon until they are broken so what usually happens is some kind of terrible negativity comes into the person's life an accident an illness a death in the family something that really shakes them to the core and then they will repent if you have a Jezebel spirit and you want to be delivered and you're ready to repent and you've been broken, God wants to heal you and deliver you and give you the full power of the Holy Spirit and a true, broken, loving, humble heart.
3: All right.
2: So that was, that was a lot of profound stuff he just said, right? And at the beginning he said that it's the spirit of witchcraft, and I just want to back him up here in Second Kings 9.22. And it came uh, to pass when Jerum saw Jehu that he said, Is it peace, Jehu? And he answered, What peace, so long as the whoredoms of thy mother Jezebel and her witchcrafts are so many? And also then uh, the prophet (coughs) said in 2 Kings 9.36, Wherefore they came again and told him, and he said, This is the word of the Lord, which he spake by the servant Elijah, Elijah, that Tishbite saying. In the portion of Je- Jezreel shall dogs eat the flesh of Jezebel. And that is exactly what happened to her. She was eaten by dogs. And the only thing that was left was her skull and some other body parts. They ate the rest of it. But yeah, when,
1: they went, when, when they went to bury her. Go ahead. When they went to bury her, she was no more.
2: So. Um, There different encounters of um, different uh, things about, you know, people getting eaten by lions, this, that, and other. Jezebel was the only one I found so far that was um, eaten by dogs. And, you know, it says, And the carcass of Jezebel shall be as dung upon the face of the field in the portion of Jezreel, so that they shall not say, This is Jezebel? So... Or not, they should not say this is Jezebel. So she's she, unrecognizable.
1: unrecognizable. There was no place for her to be buried. Yeah. There was going to be no place for her to be buried.
2: But as you heard um, uh, the guy saying that the spirit is unrepentant and uh, they'll cause all type of havocs and what God will have to do to, to get it. And what he said, it, hard, the spirit is hard to cast out. And um Things will come upon this person's family um, just to break them. And that's how hard it is to get rid of the spirit. And it's uh, we said before, it's a powerful spirit. And anyone could be delivered by the Lord Jesus Christ. But why put yourself in such a position to be under stronghold of a, a demon or even a fallen angel? that won't let go.
3: You know? I mean
2: there there are a lot of practical sides to what we're talking about tonight, a lot of spiritual side that maybe none of you have ever heard of. And I know we went far and kind of deep tonight. We wanted to show you the the importance of being pure, uh consecrated unto the Lord. Because in as we stated before, in any occult activity or false religion Sex is the middle ground. Always leads to sex. Always, always some orgy or something, something that deviates from the word of God. And there's many things we can talk to, talk about. A lot of a lot of, uh, of women love to go to these sex shops and, and sell these things, and they have spirits attached to them, and they bring chaos into your house. And you wonder why your young girls are acting certain ways. And it's not a godly home. It's not a godly home. And a lot of you out there need to be broken um, from these spirits. And I know that this message is probably reaching a lot of you, your hearts, and maybe maybe some, maybe not. But um, the spirit of God is waiting on you to heed his call. But this is a serious situation, and I've prayed to some of these things and, you know, uh, so have a lot of other men and women and We've all been delivered through the strength of Jesus Christ and his mercy. Amen. And um, young people, oh, man, if you just don't know the things that you are up against, um, that's why you need to belong on the side of Jesus Christ because, you know, I haven't seen anybody that has broken a spirit off of by himself or herself. I haven't seen it. I've seen it. Powerful men of God being able to um, break spirits, Jesus Christ, break spirits, um, and these demons have to flee in the name of Jesus, just like anything that presents itself like an alien. It has to flee in the name of Jesus. Yeah. You just don't want to be, don't, bondage is, is something, you know, we talk about uh, black uh, slavery a lot, and we talk about uh, slavery over there, over here, human trafficking. And those are, those are serious bonds, and are serious bonds going on today? Slavery never really stopped. Spiritual bondage is in, in intertwined in all of that. It's a spirit over these people that want to enslave you, especially put yeah. you through some type of prostitution ring or something like that. It's a it's a spirit. You see, when we talk about the spirit of the the ocean and these things, you know, it sounds so far-fetched in, in fantasy. But we you you're not seeing the spiritual realm. You you don't you, you have no idea what you're up against no idea but the only power over all of these things is the Lord Jesus Christ and anyone like we said before can be set free you could be set free from your fornication or your your relationship your you're in a relationship with somebody that is not a christian and the, the 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 bible warns about that because it could cause all type of trouble in your life and yes some people have um uh, through the grace of God, gotten their husband saved that was unsaved, um, but Amen. in most of those situations, though um, they're already unsaved, marriage. Quite difficult, you know, huh? Say again,
1: it's quite difficult, like yeah, it's uh, quite difficult. Said yeah. because it's a, it's it's a manipulative uh, spirit, yeah, and exactly. um, and that's why I said. Now you see, now one of the things that we learned now is that we're seeing that. We are seeing that feminism, in in its essence, is wrong. Anything that Mm usurps its power against the 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 things that God has set in His place is wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and that's what that's who or what the spirit of Jezebel does. It tries to manipulate. It looks for a weak point, and um, it doesn't necessarily work in the in the it, it won't work, or it can't. It won't work if a weak man is is in um, is not in power. It, she won't mm. flourish. She will have to leave. Yeah. Yeah. But if there's if there's a strong, uh, if there's a weak man, she will flourish. If there's a weak man, mm. I mean, sorry. If there's a weak man, she will flourish. If there's a strong man, she will leave. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's and what the
2: spirit of Jesus yeah. does. Yeah, and important thing to yeah. remember is that you know feed yourself on the Word of God and, and not just listen to it or read it, but grow in it. Make it stay in your heart and your mind because, um, you know, I I talked to some guys that I've known that were uh, bondage to pornography, and I tell them how I got free. And it was my my answer to them is very simple. My heart was basically um going to, to God and saying, I've had enough. Can you set me free of this? And I, it was a pure heart. It wasn't a heart that that was going to go back next week or the week after that. It was a pure heart. Right. And God broke that thing off that of me and I never went back to it. Amen. You don't need Amen. to go back to it because guess what? You know, it, it's, a, it's, it's a a powerful thing to not be under bondage. Period. You know? And you know you go the back other, to say, The other you guys, thing too, Chris. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. The other thing too is that, you know, far God is able to set us free, and you know, when we are set free, we don't the 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 our, when we are set free, we don't hunger and thirst for the same thing. We hunger and thirst for righteousness.
3: Righteousness. That's what yes. is
1: That's what. That's what is, is going on. We hunger and thirst for righteousness. Exactly. And and that's
2: the thing because. You know, I talked to some of these men again, and and they're like, no, I, I'm I'm still not free yet. But did you not hear what I said? I mean, that now that that that's them still moving towards the flesh and don't want to surrender that part of their life to Jesus Christ, and so that they stay continually in bondage, and yet they'll end up serving on on this committee or that. And you know, it's like you're bringing all this junk in with you. I remember one time somebody told me, you know. Um, you you know you you know a lot and you know you're good. this what I said. Look, man, I don't feel good because I'm doing wrong. So I can't I can't sit, sit there and act like all is good. So you know it was it took a lot to get free from certain things. But you know I could not take uh, an authoritative authority- like this. This right here is an authoritative role. You know, authoritative role. We're we're teaching people. I can't have. Sin rampant in my life because guess what? That'll, you'll just be a hypocrite. And you know, one of the, one of the things that that um, God told us not to do is be hypocrites when it comes to judging. He says, "Don't judge hypocritically and don't judge by appearance." And how can I tell you not to watch porn when I'm doing the same thing right after the show or something? It, it would just not be right. So the power. That I'm supposed to have in Christ I'm not using that in my life Go ahead Ray.
3: Yes
1: You know we are are called to walk According to the word of the living God Walk circumspectly You know because he's called us To uh, To a better walk A greater walk He said in his word That We have been brought out of the darkness Into this marvelous light that he has given us So he has redeemed us by his blood So let's walk worthily of the calling For those that are are Seeking or hungering And thirsting after righteousness For those of us that are out in the world And I You know why I'm saying us Because I was there one, one time And these are the things that my My heart was caught up with But God like Chris said God took me out of that And the, the hunger and the thirst for those things, the things of the flesh, it's not there. It's not there anymore. You know? And because now the heart is focusing on Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and him alone. Mm-hmm. And you know, um as we, we talk tonight, um, there there's something that we haven't even talked about, Chris. For not mm-hmm. um what's happening now and how things have changed. Dramatically is that In the past If you wanted to look at Some pornographic material You'd have to read a magazine You'd have to go into a bookstore You'd have to have a friend Or someone's parents would have to Probably have a movie um, Things Mm -hmm. of that nature Yeah However Today It is different It is totally different the very cell phones you give your children, they're able to get um, pornographic um, items on there. As a matter of fact, forget the cell phones. The, the even the DS, the things you get for little kids five, six, seven, eight. Once it connects to the internet, they can have access to it. Yeah. On those yeah. on those little games. So children are being exposed it. Right now. Children are being exposed and we have a listener that said our audio has stopped. So um we can't, they can't they cannot actually hear us as we're speaking right now. So um Chris you want to look into that and see what's going on?
2: That's interesting because it says I'm connected here. So just just keep talking, okay. I guess I have nothing we really can do
1: about it. Okay. we're connected. We're connected. Okay. So um yeah so children are exposed to this um to the to the to the um to this at a very early age, and they are in a world where even the parents will have a clue of what's going on. the parents will not even know unless they're able to check and see what's coming down out of the router one or they can check to see um on the device what's happening. Outside of that, um, um outside of that I don't see how we can we can um we can help um you, you, the, know, you the, know the children. We can help the children. But parents need to be involved and they need to know that these things are out there. These things are are, are critical, and the, the kids today have access to a world that as children growing up, we never had access to. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, it's so vast, it's so wide, that even us as parents would have a hard time trying to catch up to to what's going on. That's that's number one. Chris, let me just say one more thing, and I'm going to let you go. The other thing yeah. is this. Most smartphones today or all smartphones are so smart that they're dumb. They're dumb in this way that that um you're not able to put a filter on the phone or you're not allowed to filter the content on a cell phone. You can't. Yeah. There's no way. Exactly. Well you can't
2: well
3: you know because
1: that's what they want for the for the children.
3: Well here's
1: the thing that.
2: As far as parents go and these devices, it has other effects, but since we're on sexual um, purity tonight, let me just say this. Don't give it to them, because guess what? You are opening the door that you never thought you would open, and it's not hard for these kids to just innocently stumble upon this stuff. But their mind and their sin nature is going to want to say, what is this? I mean, some kids might be uh, repulsed by it, and they are like, oh, I don't want to see how they know it's wrong, you know? But other kids have right. the curiosity, what is this thing in front of me? What are these people doing? And they get into it, and they'll sit there and watch for hours. And remember now, this is
3: um,
2: back when um, porn wasn't so free, even on the Internet, you would have to worry about a credit card or your child, you know, if they want to get into that, they come and see your credit card or something like that. But now it's unfettered. It's, it's Listen, a kid can sit there for weeks and not pay a dime, okay? So you have to guard your home, your kids. If you choose to give them as advice, just know that you are opening up a door to all sorts of things. And it doesn't have to be hardcore Porn. It could be stuff on YouTube. Um,
1: exactly. Places like yeah, exactly. i was just going like, to go
3: there.
2: Yeah, and, and places like um, I don't even want to give out any names, you know. But you know, there's some other places that are they seem innocent,
1: exactly. but they have porn were,
2: in the background.
1: Right. Um, you, you know. Let me let me say something to you, Chris. Um, mm-hmm. For instance, instance, um, um, I know a child that. And you, well, you know, that was my son And he was on I, I can't even remember If it was one of those little sites Where you can go and post a picture Of, of mm-hmm. what you're doing Or whatever it is And you, he had friends And before mm-hmm. you knew it People started following these young kids mm-hmm. 10, 11, yeah. 12 yeah. And these people are Into whatever And I'm saying, hey Who's that? I don't know what's, that? what's this all about. So this guy, he's following. Yeah. Nah. yeah. No, cut it.
2: You'll see
3: you that. Know? You'll see and, that
1: on. Um... And before you know it, these kids are
3: mm-hmm.
1: drawn away out of your presence, and you're not even. You don't even know. So I would say parents have to play a significant role in what the content that is coming into the phone, not only the content now that's on the phone, the apps that are available, the apps mm. with the different uh, passwords, it's its pretty much almost endless, almost yeah. endless yeah. of what you can oh. um, access to. You know, just to,
2: to kind of back up what you're saying, and this goes for adults too, you know, to, to some of these teenagers are getting on these date sites, and trust me, um <laughs> uh even the Christian dating sites, most of those people are fornicating and I'm not saying that because I don't know. You understand? And 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 you know, they're they're in there putting on their page by curious and by that and this, that and the other, and all sorts of things are going on and people are getting their uh their groove on, so to speak, um Without anybody knowing except for God and the the two people in, in, in involved, and they they there are men that even flood Facebook just to look for for gullible women, and you know how the Bible talks about the, the men that crept in unawares, and 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 by the end of the passage, it talks about they 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 basically go into the home of foolish women,
1: and we talked about right. last week how the men come into the church, it. and they do that. They get lead down to hell.
2: Yeah. To death. Exactly. Yeah. So. So this this whole internet thing is a good thing and a and a horrible thing at the same time it's like a gift and a curse because um you have something like Facebook that you wouldn't think that any of this thing is getting passed you you wouldn't think that anyone is 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 trying to um um get underage girls underage boys and all these other things and and uh uh you know um what we call consensual sex fornication in other words um that all of this is going on because if yeah, Facebook mimics the world then the world is sinful. You know? So it, it happened the same thing happened on MySpace Space and, and, and all these places. It's all it's always exactly. a meat a, meet, a meet corner, a hookup a hookup joint, you know? And there are well many it's actually
1: it's actually <laughs> a virtual a virtual hookup point, like you said. That's a better way to put it. A a virtual yeah. hookup point where people who are indulging in, in self, promoting of self, promotion of self. So if you send a child to their room, now all of a sudden they can they have access, they're granted access to a world, and the world is limitless. It yes. goes to the I, ends of the earth.
3: Yeah,
2: and if your if your if your child is innocent enough and they're honest enough with you, they'll let you know that you they've used some material that they haven't uh, that they shouldn't have seen. And my child is, has has been honest with me. And you know why? Because I wasn't gonna be the one that nah. She probably never seen nothing like that. Uh nah. You know, you have
1: parents right. like that. And, and, and they so Bruce. innocent. Yeah. And not only that too, but I'm, I'm gonna share two things with you. Um, I remember, in, um, I think it was in Florida. In, yeah, in Florida, we had the uh, We had the um opportunity to meet with a uh an FBI agent who was teaching a class on. Um, to young kids about the dangers of the internet, and she was saying many times they have gone to a train station or a bus station and seen a child and had uh, gotten the child before the person went on a a bus or a train to meet mm. with someone who mm. they thought was fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. As a matter of fact, there was a case a couple weeks ago where a girl was finally found in one of the northern states, and she was with a, a kid that was 21 years old. Yeah. Um, so it happens. It happens. It's there. It's true. And, yes, okay, there are extreme cases, but the ones that are found out, there are other cases that you, you don't know of. And mm-hmm. um, not only is there bad content on the Internet, young kids that they are passing – information around to each other. That's also a crime.
3: Oh, where,
1: it's a it's a cyber crime.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: um kids have done it, um and, and I remember the FBI agent when she was saying this, that um that when you post a picture of someone underage, um a new picture of someone underage and you pass it between phones and so on and so forth that is actually child pornography being passed, yeah. and although the person might be underage, they will be charged accordingly. Now, yeah. I'm saying that this is very, very serious. This is gravely serious, and um, most children or most young kids today, they have access to Facebook and all these other. Um, places where they're going uh and posting pictures of themselves. Not only are they, they're just, they're not just posting the pictures of themselves to people in their community. They're posting the pictures of themselves to the world, mm-hmm. to the yeah. world. Yeah. And once you do that, there are actually ways to triangulate your location. So yeah. they, we're going into a whole bunch of other things, but
2: well, I mean, when, it's, it's its It's relevant. It's relevant to what we're talking about because, all of this is sexual immorality and, and sexual impurity because, you, one, we're not supposed to be looking up uh, upon our, 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 our each other's naked bodies, you know? So just passing around things of your genitals or or whatever else, and many Christians or, are getting pulled, caught up into this at her. thing. Yeah, they, many Christians are getting pulled into these activities, and um, whether it's because of bitterness or whatever, there's all sorts of reasons why people get into these things, especially Christians. But the point is, flee fornication. Anything that looks like fornication, flee it. Um, There are many, you know, sometimes I watch some of the uh, superhero shows, um, and for the most part, some of them are are slightly innocent, right? But then you have these scenes that come up where where the the two main characters are now living with with each other, and, you know, they're naked in bed or whatever. And then the teenagers are watching this, so they're going to think it's okay. And that's that that fantasy that I'm talking
1: about, right Subconsciously. yeah, consciously yeah exactly you know and, it, and 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 it happens more so than not, and these 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 innuendos are put in all sorts of films, uh, that's yeah. a whole other thing they put in they we could go for another three hours just mm-hmm. going over some of the innuendos mm-hmm. in these films, but yeah, that you children know children watch, hey.
2: Let me tell you, it's like, um, you know, there's a lot of people that are, are going with the pro-homo thing and whatever now. And, you know, I saw somebody write one time, it's everywhere. And this person is, you know, I don't know if they're Christian or not, they were just writing on a, on a, on a, on a chat room. They say this stuff is everywhere. And, you know, Insider told me that they pay for this stuff to be on your shows. They pay for it. And. Yeah. Um, another person asked another person from the Hollywood, uh, you know, machine, is this thing controlled by Satan? And they they well, they didn't bat an eye and said yes. You know, they said yes. And it's made to basically desensitize you to the Word of God, and get you along with this "Do what thou wilt" mentality. And it's a serious situation because um, I forgot what show I was watching the other day. Um, can't remember. Oh, oh no! It's one of these these ones with this this lady's. I uh, think it's called Blind Spot, and um, I'm trying to see what the whole storyline is all about and everything. And it turns out that this law enforcement officer that this didn't this didn't really have anything to do with the plot. I'm telling you, turns out that she is uh, in love with some ex-agent, and the agent died, killed herself, and it, you know, so now now it's out that she's a lesbian. And so, but they make it seem like it's nothing. And in the same episode, there's a football player that's supposedly getting um um blackmailed by this this cop. And he's there like, what's the reason? Why is it? Why why do you two even have uh, um something between you two? And he's like, well, he has something on me. And he's like, what what is it? And he started to like hesitate to say what it is. And he's like, well, you know, what happened was I was with another man, and he and he had um. You know uh, evidence of it, and the the, the cop across from me he, he says you know a lot of um um football players are coming out right now right, and so the guy says but look at their careers but they kind of gloss over it like it's not a sin like it is nothing so but this is what's being propped up in front of you nowadays on TV in every show I mean you can hard you like the person said on the internet you can hardly escape it anymore. Because now it's trending, it's trending. Yeah. And first, the first thing that trended before that was this outright fornication, anyway. So now, this dev- the other deviant lifestyles are starting to come in now, even even bestiality. I've seen uh, little little spatters of that coming into TV shows too. It's all against the word of God, all of it. And yeah. again, we keep we keep saying it. The Bible says to flee fornication. Flee fornication. If you're a Christian, flee fornication because it's always going to be presented to you in one way or another. And, um, you know, one time this person says to me, um, just outright, and they, they know I'm a Christian and everything, would you want to come to my house and sleep with me? I'm like, what? <laughs> just just like that. So just imagine if because Because I, they've also would...
1: made it so so simple and so easy. You see, once, yeah. once you... You um you you put down the things that God has put in place, and you make it seem like it's the it's the norm, or the person's what that's what the person is putting into their their system or feeding their spirit man. That's what happens. So exactly, it's nothing. Exactly. and we talked about this briefly last week, where we said, take for instance, look at the movies that we we watch. James Bond, here it is. The guy is a womanizer. But nobody says it He is portrayed as this great Savior who Loves women And he Goes and he does whatever he wants to do And he just keeps moving on And he's praised for that And yeah. he can go out Go throughout um, some of the other movies and, and the same thing is happening Superman That's happening um, now um, And um, it, it, it just it's It's these things are planted in the subconscious, and people are acting up on them later on in life or whenever, and they don't have a clue why. But the seed was planted because of what they brought into their spirit land. Exactly. Well,
2: here in um, James 4-7, just to make it simple for you guys, the guys and girls listening, this is very simple, and this is one that you could plant in your soul, in your heart, in your mind. James four seven. submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist him. Resist any uh, influence that he has over your life. Resist it, and he will flee. Because if you notice, you know, I remember when I had – I know we have a little bit of time left, but I, when I had my spiritual attacks – I prayed to God. He gave me the answer. And guess what I did? I fleed that stuff. When I hear secular music now, I'm like cringing, you know, because I know what stronghold I had on my life, and now I'm free from it. And people could argue about that all day. But guess what? I went through it, so I know what I'm talking about. The demonic attacks were strong and strange to me at the time um, because I've never been attacked before. And it was all through the music. And it was it was the weirdest experience in my life, but God answered a prayer, and I was able to identify what was hanging over me. So we have uh, a little bit under two minutes, um, a little bit over two minutes left. So if you want to say something before we get off tonight,
1: well, I would just say, um, like Chris said, flee from sin. That's that's number one. I'm going to go over some some scripture. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't remember what you read, but James uh, five sixteen confess mm-hmm. your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. And it says the affection, effective fervent prayer, effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Need to find a righteous man to pray with you, and he will be able to break that off. Um, mm-hmm. Hebrews thirteen four. Marriage is honorable in all, and the bed is undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. Okay? Hebrews thirteen four. And I think the key verse for this entire two hour period that we just did or this show would be first Corinthians six eighteen to twenty. Flea fornication for every sin that a man doeth without is without but the body he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body that is the key verse i think flee fornication flee sin and you will be saved we all have an opportunity remember which one choose one you can live twice and die once Or you can die twice And live once Or let me put it uh, the other way you Live once and die twice uh, Choose ye this day who you will serve Lord God amen. We want to thank you for tonight And just praise you And we just pray that lives will be blessed Hearts will be changed And people will come to the understanding of who you are And walk according to your word In Jesus' amen. name amen. amen Good night everyone Thanks for listening What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the
2: world.
0: We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place.
2: I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon.
0: If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Are you just going to sit
3: there and let them burn?